Yeah, greetings, everyone. We need to talk about yesterday's biggest con of all time on January 6th. Uh, I guess we're going to make it, uh, well, January 6th, uh, I guess you'd call it a celebration. It seemed like it was. I saw Biden and Harris giving tremendous speeches. Apparently, he's the second coming of FDR, according to the crazy left. Well, not even the crazy left anymore. As a matter of fact, I'm going to start this off because I am officially finished, officially done, finished with the Democratic Party. The, the Democratic Party that I knew for my, my whole lifetime is completely gone now. Completely. I thought it was just the leftoids. The crazies, right? The lunatic left. No, no, it isn't. The Democrats themselves have lost their minds. I've never seen anything like it. Um, and to praise Biden because he's unifying, yeah, right. Biden is, any, if he's anything, it's not unifying. You can't use that word in his in the same sentence. It's stupid. His, his speech, along with uh, crazy Kamala, uh, they were filled with lies, half lies, untruths. You know, it was pointless. It was pointless having this discussion. He's, tr he's trying to compare this. They're wanting to make it a semi-national holiday. That's what they want to do. Next thing you'll see is the Democrats wanting to make this where you get the day off because of the insurrection. You know, it supposedly was orchestrated by uh, Orange Man Bad, which is complete nonsense. And I want to, before we really get into this, I want to warn you, I'm probably going to use some salty language here because I have had it with these people. I have had it with the Democrats. If you're a Democrat, then you shouldn't listen to this. And if you do, maybe you can help me out here because I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I do not understand what's going on here. They act like this has never happened before. They act like there's never been a march on D.C. I mean, what happened last year in D.C.? They were burning buildings down, terrorizing. Go down the list here. I, the times that the, the government has been attacked. <clears throat> well, actually, I want to get back to this. I want to get back to this. Biden and uh, Kamala Harris. That, that was some of the most embarrassing stuff I've ever seen. And CNN was just going crazy over her and him. They just think that he's, he is the most wonderful thing. He's uniting the country. He, he's, he's not doing that. He's not doing that. He's pushing us further and further apart. If you, if you don't recognize certain things that are going on in this country right now, I can't help you. I really can't. I can't help you. So as far as I'm concerned, the Democratic Party is a thing of the past. It certainly is in my, uh, in my life. I'm going to make my way over to the county seat, and I'm going to see if I can't change my voter, voter registration to Republican, because I've never seen anything like this. So anyway, uh, Biden and, and uh, uh, Kamala, uh, you know, talking about this January 6th thing, and they're comparing it to some of these other things that happened. I mean, during the Civil War time, in 1856, just, just to briefly go through this, I've got about 10 or 11, well, I got 12, 12 instances where there was violence at the Capitol. One guy, his name's Preston Brooks, beat, almost beat a guy named uh, uh, Souter to death with a, with a cane. This was, in the, this was in the chambers. They had over 70 violent attacks on uh, the uh, uh, government during that time. And then, and then in 1915, there was a bomb explosion in the Senate reception area. Didn't kill, didn't kill anybody. Uh, let's see, in 54, Puerto Ricans actually shot five congressmen. Okay? Shot him. And then number <clears throat> and then we had in 
in March of 71, we had the Weather Underground uh, sitting off bombs. Yeah, by the way, that was a friend of uh, Barack Obama's. Uh, let's see. Plus, uh, not to mention the fact that Biden admits that he broke into the Senate by mistake when he was 21 years old. So he's at, he actually did exactly what the people did on January 6th, but he fails to mention that. He, he mentioned that in some of his memoirs. or I, I, I think it was during his... Now, he could have been lying. You know, this was in his farewell speech to the Senate when he was going to, when he's becoming vice president. <laughs> Apparently, when he was 21 years old, he just walked through the door and ended up on the Senate floor by mistake. Yeah, so a trespassing, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, let's see. Six. Okay, 1983, left-wing extremists bombed the Senate. They bombed it. Bill Clinton commuted their sentences later on in that uh, decade. Or actually, yeah, it would have been. It would have been in the 90s. But, and then, let's see, July 2013, Texas Capitol was, uh, they had screaming protesters in the Senate. And uh, they were pro-abortion crazies. Uh, we've had, let's see, uh, 2017. Oh, yeah, 2017, the baseball game, where the left-wing nutcase came out and shot five people. Yeah, but nobody talks about that. Number, uh, let's see, in June of 2020, uh, protesters breached the uh, White House grounds. Nobody said anything about that. Uh, July 2020, federal, uh, Portland Federal Courthouse was overtaken by violence, and they set it on fire. Uh, but that doesn't count. The June, uh, January 6th was way worse than that. Uh, let's see. In October of 2020, Kavanaugh hearings for the, the Senate and the Supreme Court, they were overrun by people, protesters. Uh, let's see. 2011, let's see. Wisconsin State Capitol was overrun by protesters. And let's see, October 2021, 20, climate activists took over the Interior Department, vandalized it, attacked police. One police officer was hospitalized. Um, go down. I mean, these aren't the only ones. But yet, January 6th, where people were actually walking through the, the, uh, you know, the congressional building, you know, paying attention to the little felt ropes like they were on a tour, for the most part. There were some people who were violent. I'll give you that. But it doesn't, it doesn't compare to 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. That's, that's why I'm done with, uh, well, that's not the only reason I'm done with the Democratic Party. The main reason I'm done with the Democratic Party is somehow or other, they're applauding Dick Cheney and Liz Cheney. Dick Cheney. Right? Dick Cheney and Liz Cheney, the dyke. Right? His, his dyke daughter. And I know, I know, I shouldn't say that. His lesbian daughter. Okay? She's, her, her time in Wyoming's over. So she's looking for a consultant's job or something. She wants to be on The View or whatever. So her and him. I, by the way, I didn't even know Dick Cheney was still alive. I don't know about you. I mean, I never heard that he died. I just assumed that he had. Last I heard, he had a mechanical heart in him that didn't, that didn't actually register a pulse, which makes perfect sense. He's Darth Vader. He's the most evil person on the planet. Always has been. And now they're applauding this guy? The Democrats are applauding this guy. They're saying, well, he's not that bad after all. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a true American. He's, you know, he's standing up. Because I think what he said was he was disappointed in the GOP. That's what his, I think, one of his comments. He made some other ones, but he's, let me just tell you, you're talking about the Bush administration. It was, it was in charge when 9-11 happened, they invaded Iraq, Afghanistan, 
killed at least 500,000 Iranians. You know, you've got Halliburton. Billions made on that. Billions. Guess who was in charge of Halliburton? Dick Cheney. Okay? This guy is evil. He has no soul. He's a horrible human being. He's a traitor. He's a war par, a pig. He's garbage. Now, I mean, this guy was in charge. He, he's a warmonger. That's what he is. He, was in, he tortured people. He, had CIA, he was in charge of the CIA black sites. And, and, and he, he, he said, hey, waterboarding, that's not torture. No. Uh-uh. No. Most corrupt person on the planet. He really is. I mean, if you look at what Halliburton did with those no-bid contracts, there's nobody worse than this guy. He is evil. He has no soul. And his daughter is a whore and a dyke. And believe me, the apple doesn't fall very far from the tree. They're, they're, they're vicious. They really are. Both of them. Both of them. These people are horrible human beings. They really are. And if the Democratic Party thinks that these guys are okay to have around, I can't be a part of that. I hated Bush. I hated Cheney in the 2000s because of what they were doing. I was steadfastly against invading Iraq and Afghanistan because I knew it would be a debacle, and it was. What did we do? We turned Afghanistan over to the very people that we were fighting uh, over 20 years. Yeah, it makes it really good. This guy, Cheney, has, he has made blood money. He makes his money off of blood. That's what he does. And he's still doing it. So when he stands up and says that you know, s- something is good or bad, I, I'm not going to go along with it. The guy is a horrible person. And the liberals are agreeing with Cheney. Yeah. He's a patriot. A patriot. He's a defender of democracy. Who are you people? Are you on dope? This was... uh, How Bush and Cheney have been accepted by the left is beyond me. It really is. And W especially. I don't think he was there yesterday. No. Cheney was there because he's trying to get his daughter a job. Because she knows, he knows she's going to get her ass handed to her in, in Wyoming this, this next election cycle. But I, to say that he's not that bad after all, I mean, just because you think that Orange Man is bad, that doesn't mean Dick Cheney's great, okay? I mean, you're talking about an administration that was one of the most horrible we've ever had. Now, Biden may be the dumbest that we've ever had. And I... I, for one, say that beyond a shadow of a doubt, this is going to be, go down in history as one of the worst administrations in American history, if not already. And it's just, it's not even a year old yet. But if you want to get into the one that was the evilest in my lifetime, it had to be the Bush-Cheney administration. I mean, remember weapons of mass destruction? That bullshit story they told us? Yeah. Come find out it wasn't true. And they made a big joke out of it. After, they say, 500,000 Iranians died. I'd say it's close to a million. Yeah. Try and sleep with that every night. Anybody that can sleep with that, knowing that they caused that, are psychopaths. These people are horrible. Horrible people. And the Democratic Party, can, I cannot be a part of that if they're going to pat this guy on the head. They did the same thing with Bush. Think what he did to Katrina. Nothing, Right. The housing crisis was under his uh, um, administration. The dot-com bubble that burst. I mean, go down the list. 
W W was a, he wasn't an idiot. People act like he was a dumbass. No, no, he was what you call a method actor. He played it was a dumb. He played a dumb part. He was a, it was a shtick. Okay, that doesn't. But I can tell you what that doesn't clear. I mean, remember when he was out clearing brush at his so-called farm in Texas because he was a farmer and all that. That was the biggest bunch of crap I ever heard in my life. That guy's from Greenwich, or Greenwich, Connecticut. Okay, he grew up blue blood, big time. And for anybody to say this clown had anything to do with farming was ridiculous. They they had to make that whole thing up. These people are evil. I mean, evil. You can't get any more evil than Dick Cheney. And now apparently he's an okay guy, according to the Democrats. And what's funny is it's not the lunatic left either. They know better. They know better. This is, this is your mainstream Democrat right here that's saying this. That's why I can't be a part of this. Not at any level. I'm done with them. Finished. Finito. That's it. And I don't care whose feelings I hurt. I'm done with them. And that doesn't make me a Republican. I can guarantee you that. Because honestly, in, all, you know, in retrospect, when you look back, that kind of language and that kind of who these people are now, that's who they used to be. You, know, you see what I'm saying? The parties have actually flipped. The Democrats used to be anti-war, love and peace, transparency, you know, help the, help the downtrodden. Not anymore. Democrats are basically the party of the billionaires. And the Republicans have turned around and become the party of the working man, the average Joe. The average guy on the street, the Joe Sixpack, as they call it. And now, those people, those mainline Democrats, are giving this guy a pass, basically. Dick Cheney. Let me say that again. The Democrats, mainline Democrats, are lauding and applauding Dick Cheney. If that's not an inverse uh, world we live in, I don't know what is. Yeah. But at the end of the day, whatever. But they're not going to get my vote at any level. I don't care who you are. Don't even come to my house. <laughs> don't call me. You know, Democratic National Committee, they can all shove it because I, I, I'm not giving dime one. This, this is it right here. This was it. I've been on the fence, kind of, for a long time. I don't like saying that. I really don't. I take no pleasure in it. But the Democratic Party is finished in my book because I don't know who they are. So anyway, uh, we're going to go into the news roundup right quick. Uh, let's see. U.S. economy only created uh, 199,000 jobs. They were expecting 400,000. Well, isn't that strange? Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if this January 6th has anything to do with deflecting from answering questions about that. Because nobody answers any questions about the economy anymore. Not even Pippi Longstocking in the uh, press, uh, press room. She doesn't even talk about it anymore. We'll see what they got to say today. Because now we're only letting 14 people in instead of 50. Because of the COVID. Yeah. So now they let in Rutgers. Um, what is it? AP. And there was one other one. One of the major networks. They're the only ones that get permanent seats. So the rest of them are rotated in. So on bad days, she'll probably bring in all of her buddies. And then occasionally she'll let Fox in there. Yeah, so you can do away with listening to Pippi Longstocking. Yeah, there, there's no way. I'm not listening to her. She's nuts. Yeah, and she's speaking for a, 
she's she's speaking for an administration that's completely lost their minds. Uh, let's see, number two, Supreme Court's hearing uh, oral arguments today on Biden's mandates. I, I my prediction, if you want my prediction, I think they're going to rule in favor of the uh, OSHA. That's what I think they're going to do. Either that, or they're going to punt this thing down the roadways and see how it works out, and then make a a, a ruling maybe six months from now. It wouldn't surprise me. They're going to let it go into effect and see how it affects everybody and see how it works out. And then, and then, and only then will we come out and make an, uh, uh, you know, a ruling on it. You know, I saw to my was talking this morning. I, I read something about her. She said she didn't see the big deal. Didn't see the big deal. It's unconstitutional, lady. And not only that, but it's not your opinion. It's what the freaking law says. That's why I hate it when these people come out. You talk you, to the useless, most useless Supreme Court judges are the two, uh, two of the women on there, Sotomayor and Kagan. Those two should just be eliminated from that thing. They are a waste of time. They really are. Yeah. Uh, just because you like it, that doesn't, or, or you don't like it, whichever, that doesn't, what's the law say? So anyway, uh, number three, Trump announced today that his new social media platform will be launching on February 21st. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens. Because uh, right, my, the next story is MSNBC is saying they're going to they're going to dump that race baiter uh, Joy Reid in the spring. So if this new social media th- platform takes off, which I feel it probably will, because there's been oh, oh man, I tell you, there's this this woke stuff's not working for these people. It's just not. The ratings are way down. I've got a story down here later about that, but apparently Joy Reid's going to lose her spot. Yeah, now they're going to have to be really careful about it because she's a lunatic black woman. So you know, she may firebomb the place. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they, they're, probably, they're probably just leaking this out a little bit to let her get used to the idea. Yeah. I imagine she'll land on her feet somewhere because she'll claim race, you know, discrimination, you name it. She'll probably sue them. It's, it's hard telling. But I think she's going to lose her spot. That's what the, that's what the, uh, that's what the, uh, uh, they're saying. Yeah, so let's see. Number five, Biden advisors are begging him to change his strategy on COVID. Okay, now this is the same guy. Yeah, the, the, these people that are on his strategy team, they're all doctors. So they kind of know what's going on. Now, they're trying to tell him, look, you can't be going out there and saying you're going to you know, shut down the virus. We can't do that. You've lost more people. people. More people have died on your watch than they did. than people died on Trump's watch. We can't do this. We've got to change. We've got to shift gears. We've got to approach it from a different angle. That's what they're trying to tell him. And I don't think he's going to buy into it because he's a nutty old man. Try and talk to your, try and talk to your, the eldest relative you've got and, and see if you can convert them to doing something that they've done all along. They can't. They're stubborn. They, they, I mean, that's just the way it is. He's not going to change his mind. He's, he's not. He thinks that if everybody just do what they're told, this was all work out. Well. People don't want to do what they're told sometimes, especially when they're been, being told that by a nitwit like this guy. Uh, let's see. Number six, Biden and Harris are using January 6th to attempt to federalize and take over election. That's what this is all about. You do realize that at the end of the day, that's what this is all about. They want that HR1 passed so that they can federalize elections. That way the states don't have anything to do with it. That way we can print up as many... Uh, Ballots as we want, have mail-in balloting around the United States, and ship in the ballots every time to every state, 
and we'll pick our guy that we want to win and end their discussion. Yeah. I believe Stalin said it. Let everybody vote. I don't care who votes. We'll see who. I'm more interested in who counts the votes. Well, that applies here, too. So I'm hoping that everybody stands up to this. I'm hoping that uh, cinema and uh, um, uh, guy from West Virginia stand up to this. And uh, all the Republicans do, too. Because that, that is a mistake. We've got a system that's been working for over 250 years. All of a sudden, they want to take, they want to change it. Why would they want to do that? Why would they want to do that? Why would they want to take over the elections when the elections process has been working for over 200 years? You want to know why? I'll answer it for you. Because they're going to lose. That's why. And they may never win again if, if, if we play by the rules. So we got to change the rules. And that's what Biden and Harris are attempting to do. I tell you what, there's going to be a revolution in this country. I swear to God. <laughs> so getting back to the uh, number seven here, um, the social media platform that Trump's launching. Uh, here's, here's a good one. CW, which is uh, in, my, in my city or where I live, it's, uh, it's a network, uh, Channel 11, I think. It's owned by Viacom, CBS, and Warner Media. And uh, they were one of the first to embrace wokeness. So every other program they have on is uh, lesbians, um, the transgender, uh, we've got blacks, homosexuals. Now, all their shows are about that. It doesn't matter if it's about Superman or Supergirl or whatever. It doesn't matter. They're all, everything's wokeness, okay? Their ratings are plummeting, okay? And they're for sale. CW's for sale. Viacom said, that's enough of that. We got to get rid of this thing. It's, we're losing money on it. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see if they get rid of it, too, because I don't know who would buy it. Because if you buy it, you're going to have to change everything. Because people are sick of this. This wokeness, people are sick of it. They don't watch. And they, and they vote with their money, okay? And if I'm not watching, it's pretty hard to sell advertisement on there if your ratings are way down, because that's what it's all based on. Yeah, so, I, I, again, going back to CNN, we were talking about earlier, or no, MSNBC. I don't know how you sell um, advertisement spots on there when you've got less than a million people watching. <laughs> how could you do that? I need to be that salesman. Uh, let's see, number eight, district judge, a district judge orders FDA to release Pfizer vaccination documents. I think they were supposed to do it in the next 80 days or 90 days. Yeah, instead of, uh, I think they were, gonna, they were planning on releasing them in 75 years. Yeah, so maybe we're going to find out what's actually in those. And they're going to recently, I think they're going to release them 10,000 pages at a time, something like that. So somebody's going to have to be going through this stuff, and I, I'm going to be interested to see what's actually in this and how they pulled this off. Yeah. It may not be good for anybody. It may not be. We may really, really be surprised at what they've done. Oh, let's see. Number nine, Australia. Australia. I think I've had a stroke. Uh, <clears throat> hang on a second. Australia has basically imprisoned two tennis players. I think, you know, they have the Australian Open down there. Well, apparently Australia's locked down so bad that these two tennis players came in and they both had uh, medical-approved vaccination exemptions. Well, they do. Basically arrested them and stuck them in hotel rooms. They got to sit there. For, they got to be there for 10 days and I guess be tested. I don't know what the deal is. I've never heard of such a thing. You talk about tyranny. That's unbelievable. That's unheard of. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Number 10. This was the big one. This was the one that really, really got me. I, I, I tell you, MSNBC, they're trying to commit suicide is what they're trying to do. Because 
this is just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. One of their, uh, let's see, MSNB, M- MSNBC, one of the uh, commentators on there, compared January 6th, January 6th footage of the riots to films of na- Nazi death camps. Now, if you don't think that's a stretch, ah, you really need to look at some of those, that footage from the Nazi death camps, okay? Because it doesn't even come close, okay? If you're looking at the J- January 6th footage, and you compare that to anything as horrible as the death camps, you need to look, you need to seek medical help. And I mean, I mean professional help. And that is the dumbest, one of the dumbest things I've ever heard MSNBC say. Okay, and that includes Rachel Maddow, who is a nutcase. All right. And then I had a little addition here, which I thought was really kind of funny because I lost all respect for Ted Cruz. Uh, he had said that, uh, uh, he had called the January 6th event a terrorist attack. Okay, and this is, this is a Democrat from, te- I mean, a Republican from Texas, folks. Texas. The hell was he thinking? Yeah, what, was he drinking that day? Was he down in uh, Jamaica? I mean, I think he went down there for the holidays. What, what, would they catch him uh, after he'd had about six or seven beers? Who says that? Well, he, he finally came out and apologized. He said he was, uh, it was sloppy and dumb. And I got to tell you, that's being generous. Sloppy and dumb. Yeah, I would say that. Because I tell you what, Ted, if you're going to run for president, I ain't voting for you. I'll go out of my way not to. Because if that's the kind of stuff you say without thinking, I don't, we already got an idiot in the White House right now who speaks without thinking. The last thing I need is you being there. So, Ted, I think you probably ought to just stay in Texas. That's my advice. So, anyway, that's all I got today. Again. Uh, I'm done as a Democrat. That boat done sailed. All right, and I will talk to you tomorrow. And always remember, let's go, Brandon.